Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Yanki Carmel. Mesechus Yevamus has been dedicated by Mati and Hadassah Jacobowitz, Lezecher Nishmas Yaakov Zev ben Repesach Yosef. We are up to the Gemara Yevamus Dav Samach Gimel Amen Aleph. The Gemara says, Amr Abolazer, Ma'idich Siv Zeis HaPam Etzer Me'atzamai Ubasa Mipsari Olamit Shabbat Odom Al Kol Behemah V'chayo Olaniskar V'daytoi Ad Shabbat Al-Chavo we learn now from this pasuk that Adam Arishon was boiled all the behemoths, and he did not have Yishabadaz until he met Chava. The Masha brings a kasha from the Chizkuni Al Torah. The Chizkuni asks, we find the Gemara in Avodah of Chatal that when an animal undergoes a bia from a person, a bias Adam, the animal is misaker. The animal is unable to have children. So how could it be? That Adam Arishan was bought a kolbehema v'chayo. If we know that obviously all the animals had children, if not, there would be no kiyum of all the behemoths and chayos. The Chizkuni answers, and it must be that all the animals were already bought on their spouses, and they were ready in this aber before Adam Arishan was bought and enechanami after they had a bias Adam. They were in the Zakr, like the Gemara says in the way of the Zara, and they were not able to have more children. But since they were already in this Aber, they were already pregnant, therefore, there was a Kim of all the Bahamas and Chais. The Masha brings out another Teretz from the Balhan and Sachin, that he says we shouldn't take the Gemara literally. It doesn't really mean that Adam was actually Ba, a Kol Bahama Vachaya. Rather means that Adam Arishon was looking and he was searching throughout all the animals to find if any other animal did not have a mate. Is there any other animal that's just a Zachar or just in a cave without a, a peer? And then Adam would, would know that this is its mate. But since he looked through all the Bahamas and Chayes and he did not find anyone that was missing a spouse, so he had a chesar of Yishvadas. That's what it means. Until he met Chavo, then he knew that he had a mate. There's another teretz from the Rishash. Rabbi Yisuf Engel in Goyeni Ashash says a similar teretz. That the Gemara Navaidizara, which is the basis for this entire kasha, that's the Gemara that a Bias Adam causes the Behemoth to be Mizakir, that Gemara says it tonight. It's only if the animal is still young. Only an animal less than three years old will be in a sacker with a B.S. Adam. But once the animal reaches three years old, at that level of maturity, it will not become a sacker with a B.S. Adam. And we know when the world was created, the Gemara says, They were created not in the form of babies, rather they were in full height, full maturity. So if they were created at that level of maturity, as being more than a three-year-old, like we find they were in this Aber on the first day, like we find by Adam and Chava alone, that Adam and Chava had children on the first day. Obviously, their body was not on the level of maturity of a baby. Rather, it was a full-fledged, grown-up, adult body. Therefore, B.S. Adam would not make that the animal should be Nisakar, because the only time we say Nisakar is less than three years old. But once you have a body more than three years old, which is fair to say, that all the animals created in the beginning of creation had a full-fledged, mature body, like the Gemara says, became us in the room. Therefore, it's very misdemeanor to say that they were not in the Sakya, but be a Sodom. 
That's the terrace of the Rishash. We have three terrors into this question. The Chizkuni saying that the animals had the Ornus Abba before Bias Adam, the Marshal is bringing down from the Baal Nesachim, that maybe Adam was actually not Baalehen. And the, and the Rishash is saying that Enochanami Adam was Baalehen, and they still were Nesachim because became Moslem Nivru, so they were included in the category of Yaisti Migamul Shanim, where we say that they do not become Nesachim. Later on in the Amud, we have the story of Rav and his wife, that Rav Divisu, his wife used to be Mitzayar him, used to try to paint him, and whatever food he would ask for, she would give him the opposite. So his son, Chia, was Apichla, he switched around whatever his father told him, and then his father ended up getting the right thing. And Mara says that Rav was not happy with this behavior, and Rav told him, that he should stop doing it, like it says in the Pasuk, that a person should be careful not to teach his mouth how to talk sheker. The Rishayim ask a cash over here. We know there's a Gemara in the Samachayim base that it's Mutal A person is allowed to lie to create peace. The Gemara learns it out from the Maisa with Yosef and his brothers. After Yaakov Avinu died, the brothers and their children came to Yosef, and they said, Avicha, Tziva, Kaisamil Yosef, they had a whole message that Yosef should be nice to them, and he should continue feeding them. And in reality, Yaakov Avinu was not chayshid, that Yosef wouldn't treat his brothers correctly, but they made it up because they wanted to prevent a katata, to prevent a fight. So you see, Mutal Lashana is Pentei so the Me'iri and others ask, why did Rav tell Chiyabrei that he's not allowed to lie, but here is an issue of Shalim, and to prevent the fight, Allah is, you're allowed to be Mishana, you're allowed to lie. So the Me'iri answers that we only learn out from the Pasuk that it's Mutal Lashana, it's Pintei Darkei Shalim, when by lying you're preventing a Churva, you're, pre- you're preventing a tremendous fight. Yosef and his brothers would have had a tremendous disagreement if Yosef would have stopped feeding them. And Yosef had big tainas on them, that they sold him. So in such a case, when there's a big risk of a big fight at hand, Allah is allowed to be Mashana. Rav was telling Chiyabrei that he's not so makbit, even though his wife was being inside of him. He knew that he doesn't care that much. It's not a major katata. So the halacha of Mutal Hashanah is from Zayn does not apply. Only when there's a big fight at hand, then you're allowed to be Mashana. When it's not such a big deal, you're not allowed to be Mashana. That's the terrors of the Me'iri. The Yavshah Shloyma, Simon Memvav, he also asked this question. And he says there's a big difference between lying Lakroi and Beragilus. The whole halacha, that Mutal Hashanah is in Neidarki Shalom, is only a one-time thing, or at least irregular so since it's not on a regular basis, you're allowed to lie for Shalom. But in our case, that the issue at hand was a shlichus from a husband to his wife, which is something that happens on a daily basis, Vodirav held that the Allah HaMud does not apply. The whole Makarasim Yosef, Yosef and his brothers, that story was a one-time thing. So you only have a Makar to be Mishan of Shalom on an irregular basis. But on a regular basis, we have no Makar. And therefore, Rav did not allow his son to be Mishan of Neashalom. Now, in reality, 
it could be, we could say, an entirely different approach. Rabbeinu Yaina, in the end of the first parak in Avis, he says that in reality, the entire halacha of midvah sheker tircha, the entire halacha, I mean, the raisa, you have to stay away from sheker, really doesn't apply in this case. He says the entire halacha of midvah sheker tircha is only when there's a moment is at stake. You're gaining money, and the other side is losing money. Then we say midvah sheker tircha. But in this case, that Rav is not really having a monetary benefit, and his wife is not really losing anything. So here, in reality, the halacha, the standard halacha of sheker does not apply. But still, Rabbi Yenna says, we find in the Gemara Yevama Samach Gimel, that even when the regular halacha of sheker does not apply, still you should not be used to saying sheker, because if you get used to it, then even b'makah and hafsid, even b'makah there is mamnus at stake, you'll also come to lie. And he brings the makar from our Gemara. You see from our Gemara, even when there's no mamnus at stake, you still shouldn't lie. So we see from Rabbeinu Yaina that the issue at hand in our sugya is not the standard sheker that we're used to dealing with. It's not the regular pasik of midvah sheker tirchok and isr the raisa of lying. Rather, it's just an issue that we shouldn't talk sheker because we'll become used to talking sheker. If that's the entire issue, then the Meiri's question is not fair. The Meiri was asking that mutal l'shana is from the answer is Enochanami. Rabbeinu Yain is saying it's anyway not really Shekhar over here because there's no monetary loss or gain taking place. Rather, the entire Indian is that a person should get used to saying MS because once you say Shekhar, you'll say Shekhar even in cases that are an Isser. So we could say the Gemara later on that says Mutal Hashanah in Neidak Yishalayim is talking about the halacha of Shekhar, of Midrash Shekhar Tirchok, that you're not allowed to lie. And on that we say that the Makayim that the shalom at stake, you're allowed to lie. But still, our Gemara is saying that you should refrain from lying if you're going to get used to lying, because then you'll lie even in cases when there is sheker midraisa at stake. It's actually very meduyik like Rabbein Yerina. Because one could ask, why didn't Rav tell his son, midvah sheker tircha, there's a passing in the Torah, that a person should stay away from lying. According to Rabbein Yerina, it's beautiful. The... The whole issue of Mitzvah Shekhar Tirchok is only in a case when there's a monetary benefit going on. In this case, there's no monetary benefit, there's no halacha of Mitzvah Shekhar Tirchok. But still, he told the son, stay away from saying Shekhar, because Lindu, L'shemim, Dabr Shekhar, have nilu. Once you start saying Shekhar, you'll teach yourself to talk Shekhar, and you'll even talk Shekhar in cases that there will be an Isser, there is. Now we'll go to the Gemara. On our base. The Gemara says, Someone got married, they used to tell him, They used to ask him, Did you get a good wife or a bad wife? The word matzah refers to a good wife, and matzah refers to a bad wife. The Chavetz Chaim, in Klal Aleph, in the Be'erman Chaim Sifkot Nyud Gimel, he asked a very straightforward question. He asked, this is blatant Lashon Hara. You're going over to someone and you're asking him, is your wife good or bad? And he's going to tell you that she's bad. This is standard Lashon Hara. You're saying derogatory remarks about someone else. How could it be that a Marava, they ask the Chassan if his wife is good? How are you supposed to understand this Gemara? 
So he says, this is a raya to the Rambam, that if something's going to force him, there's no Isra of Lashon Hara. And the Gemara is talking about a case that he realizes that she's bad and that it's going to force him. So he's going to tell them that she's bad and everyone knows that she's bad and therefore there's no Lashon Hara. But there's really another question that the Achrenim are busy with and with their Terutzim you could answer the Chavetz Chaim's question also. The Achrenim and others asked that it's hard to understand this question because the person just got married. They're not telling him this question five years later. It says, When you got married, Is your wife good or bad? So he says the person didn't have time to realize if she's good or bad. How are we supposed to understand on the simple meaning? What is the point of asking someone right after he gets married? Is she good or bad? So he says a beautiful chat. He says we find on the Samad Bez Amabez, Yumar gives a list of things that a person that Shari Isha is considered. Yumar says, Amar Rav Tanchum, Amar Rav Chaniloi, Kol Adam, Shein Isha, Shari Bulay Simcha, Bulay Bracha, Bulay Taiva. That a person does not have a wife is missing three things. He's missing Simcha, Bracha, and Taiva. Yumar brings Psukim for each one. The Gemara goes on to say that in Marava, they added on another two things that he's missing. Marava Amri, that a person that does not have a wife, is considered a person that is missing Taira and Chaima. Marava Amri, he's Belay Taira and Belay Chaima. What does it mean, Taira and Chaima? The Gemara says, you're not able to learn if you're not married, and you're going to have a Yetzirah. You have nothing stopping your Taivas. If you're not married, so you need an Isha to be a Chaima, to be a wall, to guard you from having Taivas. The Aruch never asks, why did Rav Tanchum not bring the Inyanim that Marava brought? And why does Marava not bring the Inyanim that Rav Tanchum brought? There are five different Inyanim that a person without a Isha is considered. And each one is bringing a different list. How are we supposed to understand this? So Aruch says a beautiful chat. He says, we find on the bottom of Samach Gimel Amun wife used to bother him, but still, anytime he found any good thing, he would wrap it up and give it to her. So Amalei Rav, Rav asked him, your wife bothers you, why are you giving her presents? She bothers me. But Lamaisa, she takes care of my children, and she saves me from chait. She takes away my hero of era. So the Arachlaner says like this. My Rav is talking about a Isha Ra. Rav Tanchum is talking about a Isha Taif. So Rav Tanchum said that if you don't have a wife, you're missing Taiva, Bracha, and Simcha. In other words, uh, Isha Taiva brings Taiva, Bracha, and Simcha, which is very understandable. If you have a good wife, you're happy, you're full of bracha, and you're full of taiva. My rabbi said that even a bad wife gives you good things. So if you're shari without an isha, even without an isha ra, you're missing taira and chayma, which is referring to this gemara. Because Reb Chia said, They take care of our children so we're able to learn. And they take away our hera which is taira and chayma. So my rabbi is saying that if you're shari below Isha, 
even if you are missing an Isha-Ra, you're still missing out. Because you're missing Torah and Chayma. So of course Rav Tanchum agrees to Marava, and Marava agreed to Rav Tanchum that there are five things that an Isha brings, but three of them are only brought by an Isha Taiva. That's Taiva, Bracha, and Simcha. Marava is adding on that even an Isha-Ra brings Torah and Chayma. Once you say this, so we have a beautiful pshat in the Gemara that in Marava they asked Matzah and Maitzah. The Yochanan explains they weren't really asking a question. Rather, they're telling the Chassan a fact. You should know every Isha is a Matzah or a Maitzah. Either she's an Isha Ra or an Isha Taiva, but you should know that on all accounts there's a benefit because even an Isha Ra is going to save you and enable you to learn Taira and be a Chaima, stop you from Hirachet. So they're not asking him a question, like the Aruch Neher had asked. There's no way for him to answer this. Rather, they're telling the Chassan a fact. Matzah ay Maitzah. Is she good or bad? Either way, she's going to be benefiting you. Because even if she's bad, she's going to save you and enable you to learn Taira and save you from Herachet. So there's no question going on. Rather, it's a statement that you should know. Like Marav Lushitase holds that even Ishara saves you enables you to have Torah and Chayma, that's the point of the statement of Matzah and Maitzah. So obviously, the Chabot Chaim's question, that this is blatant Lashon Hara, is not Shver, because they're not asking the question, they don't want to answer, they don't expect to answer, all they're doing is telling him, and giving him Chizuk, that you should know that even if your wife is bad, you are benefiting from this marriage. The Gemara further on in the Yomad says that in Babel, Gozru al-Gimel, Yipnei Gimel, the Gaim said the Yidin cannot eat Basar Shkuta, because the Yidin were not makbid on the Matanais, on giving the Zraya and the Chaim and the Keva to a Kayim. Now, this is actually a big controversy in the Paiskim if the halacha of giving a Zraya and the Chaim and Keva to a Kayim applies Bismanazah and it applies in Chuzalaritz. The Tor. And Simon Samach Aleph brings down the Rambam that this mitzvah is Nayik Bain Ba'aretz, Bain Bechuzel Aretz, Ubechalzman. All times, all places, the mitzvah of Zoyan Lachaim and Keva applies. But the Torah says, Rashi holds that we are not Nayik this mitzvah, Bizman Hazet. That only Bizman Abayas were Nayik to give Zoyan Lachaim and Keva to a Kayin, not Bizman Hazet. Bis Yasef actually argues on the Torah how he brings down Rashi, and the Beis says that really, Rashi never said a chilik between Bizman Hazet and Bizman Abayis. rather, Rashi was mechalik between Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlaretz. But either way, Rashi holds that the mitzvah of Zerah Lechaim and Keva would not apply in Babel Bizman Hazet, either because, like the Torah said, it's only Bizman Abayis, or like the Beis is saying, because it's only in Eretz Yisrael, so the base Yisuf asks from our Gemara. Our Gemara says that in Babel, Gazru al Habaster Mishum Hamatanos. The reason why the Goyim asked the Yidden from eating Baster Shuta was a punishment for this that the Yidden were not giving in Babel in the times of Yechanon after the Churban. The Yidden were not being makbid on Zray Lechaim and Keva, therefore they were punished. So the base Yisuf says we have a clear Gemara that Zray Lechaim and Keva are Noyeg Bismanazer in Babel. So the Yosef is Meirich to try to answer for Rashi. And he more or less says 
that it's Machleik Samirayim. The whole Rashi that says that it's not Noyig in Chutzler, it's all based on Rabbi Loi in Chulim. Rabbi Loi says that Rish Lagez is only Noyig in Eretz Yisrael, and Rashi holds Huadin, Israel, Lechaim, and Keva are also only Noyig in Eretz Yisrael. But Rabbi Yechon is going to be arguing on Rabbi Loi. And Enochanami, Rashi, that says that the Minig today is not to be Noyig in Chutzler, Israel, Lechaim, and Keva, that's because. Rashi is going that the minik follows Rabbi Loi and Enochanami. According to Rabbi Yechonon, you should be knowing Israel Chaim and Keva in Chutzlaretz. It's interesting to note the Pesachet Shuva on Simon Samach Aleph is Metzayin the Radvaz. The Radvaz says that the minik is not to give Bizman Azeh and Chutzlaretz Israel Chaim and Keva. But if someone asks a Paisik what to do, we tell him that is a Machlokes and the Rambam and the Torah hold that even Bizman Azeh and Chutzlaretz. You should give Israel Chaim Keva. Vim Asaki in Bracha. He'll have Bracha by doing this mitzvah, even Bismanazah, even in Chuzlats. The Gemara goes on. Another thing that the Gayim in Bava were Gaiser, that Kamachati Shikhvi Mibnesha Smechim Biyim Edom. The Gayim would dig out the buried Yidin because the Yidin were. Sameach, they were happy, B'yem Edom, in the holidays of the Goyim. So the Yidim were punished that their kfarim were dug up. Now we have to understand, what exactly is so terrible about kfarim being dug up? I mean, there's a mitzvah of kfura. The mitzvah was l'chayra done. The person was buried. Why is it so terrible if the Goyim dig up the Yiddish bodies? So the Yerushalmi in Ma'ikatan, Perik Beis, Halachadal, explains, Shehabilbul Kashal Mace. When you move around the mace, it's very bad for him. Which is not really clear. The Beis Yosef in Yeridea Shinmem Gimel brings a cowboy. Cowboy explains that the Bilbul is Kashal Mace because the mace gets very nervous that he's having a din since he's never been moved around. He thinks when he's being moved around, obviously he's being brought to a din. And there's a cherdas hadin. He's very nervous about it. Therefore, it's a tremendous anguish to the nifter, to the mace, when he, ha- when he gets moved around. Therefore, you're not allowed to move around a mace. Yimor Bav Basra on Kufnadal and Abayz says a different reason that is a nivel a mace. It's disgusting. It's not covered for a mace to move him around. Now, beside this reason... They now let dig out a mace because of Nivol. So the Paiskim, the Shevra Levi of Shmulvazner, Mechelekei, Simekuf Pehei, said there's no Nivol when he's in the Aran. Because if you just take out the Aran, you don't open the Aran, there's nothing Nivol dig about it. Only when you open the Aran, or someone was buried without an Aran, then he's moved around, there was a, there's a Nivol. So now in the Gemara's case, when the Goyim are doing it, so to talk in that there was a Nivol because they probably took the actual bodies and moved them away. So in the problem, the issue of Chitut Kfarim, we find these two reasons. We have the Ashami's reason of Bilbul Kashlameis, which is something hard to understand. There's a certain cherda, there's a certain anguish of being afraid of the din, and the Gemara in, in Bavasra is explaining that there's a nivel. So Ramayisha has a very interesting question. Ramayisha asks, how come the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch only bring down the previous reasons? 
They all say the reason why you're not allowed to dig up a mace is because Bilbo Kashal a mace and Nivel. Why don't we say a much simpler reason? Why don't we say there's a mitzvah to bury a dead person and there's a bittel on the kfura when you dig him up? Because the mitzvah of kfura is not a one-time thing that you buried him and you're finished. Rather, there's a mitzvah mutl on all the yidin that are alive. Maybe they hire a chavikadisha to do it for them. There's a mitzvah on Klai Yisrael to bury the dead people. And that's being mekuyim every second that he's buried. The second that you dig him up, it's bottle the kfura, and you mevatel the mitzvah of kfura. So of course you can't dig up a dead body. Why do we need all these side reasons of bilbal kashal amaze and nibble? Is the etim thing that you're doing is a bitl of mitzvah saseh. Maybe it's only a, a mitzvah that I wanted to do kfura. But whatever the mitzvah is, you're being mevatel the whole tafket of kfura. Of course you can't dig him up. So Ramesha wants to know, how come this reason is never mentioned? So Ramesha says... That ain't a chanami. Of course, you're not allowed to dig up a dead body because of this avera that is a bittel of the mitzvah of kura. The reason why the paiskim don't bring this reason is because we know that letzerech hamez it's mutter to be mivatel the mitzvah of kura. We know when it's going to be more covered, you'll have a bigger levaya if you wait a little. Then we allow you to wait when it's covered hamez. And push off the kfura. So we see that the mitzvah of kfura can be pushed away with tzarech hames. So the reason why the Torah and the Beis Yosef need all these side reasons is all in the case of tzarech. Now you have a tzarech, so you do not have to worry about the mitzvah of kfura being this battle, because the mitzvah of kfura could be in this battle, the mock and tzarech hames, but still you shouldn't do this mice of taking up a maze because Bilbo Kashal maze. And Nivel Amaze, which are even Bemak and Tzarech. Now, even on that, actually, we do find Tatarim, when it's a Tzarech Gadol, like to rebury him in Eretz Israel, so we do allow digging up a mace. But even when we're not doing a Tzarech Gadol, even a Tzarech Katan, and even in such a case, we do not have the bittel of the mitzvah of Kura, but we would have these issues of Bilbo Kashal Amaze and Nivel. And Ramesha says, a beautiful diak to his chat. He says that the Torah, when he brings down this halacha, that it's us to dig up a dead body, he brings the Gemara in Baba Basra and the Yashami in Mayit Katan. He asks, why doesn't he bring the Mishnah in Eilais, the Mishnah in Nazir, the Gemara in Baba Basra, Kuvbeis, Aser, Lifnais, Mace? Blatant Gemaras, they are not allowed to dig up a dead body. Why do we have to go to this Yashami and this, this side Gemara? In Baba Basra, about Nivol, there's Mishnahis all over, they're not allowed to be Mufana Mace. So Ramayja says, because that's obvious, of course you're not allowed to be Mufana Mace. When there's no Tzairich, you're being Mufana, the Mitzvah of Kura, of course you're not allowed to be Mufana. The Torah and the Shulchan Aruch are not dealing with that issue. They're dealing with Makam Tzairich. So you do not have to worry about the Mitzvah of Kura. Still, you shouldn't dig him up because of these side reasons. It's Yoshami Maid Katan, and it's Gemara in the end of Baba Basra. And those are the reasons why even Makam Tzarech, you can't dig him up. But obviously, there's Nishnayis all over. That's Pasha to the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch. That's simple, that you're not allowed to go for no reason and be Mavat HaMetzvah Sekfur. Gemara, near the end of the Yom, it says, Tanya, Rav Diazer Oimer, Kol Mishen Isik V'Piriya V'Ribya, Ki'ilu Shayfech Tamim. 
שנאמר שפך דם האדם באדם דומה ישופך וכסוב באשרי ואתם פרורבו. גמורו is מדייק from the המשך and the פסוקים that not doing פרורבו is like שפך דמים and then רבי יעקב says a similar thing that not doing פרורבו is כאילו ממיין הדמוס then the Gemara goes on to say that Ben Azai says like both of them that not doing פרורבו is כאילו שפך דמים וממיין הדמוס the Gemara continues that the Rabbanon told Ben Azai, You make a good drasha, but you're not keeping it yourself. You yourself are not mekayim puravu. You're right. I should be mekayim puravu, but I'm not able to. I have such a tremendous cheshi patayra, so I'm not able to be mekayim puravu. This Gemara needs tremendous beer. What type of heter is this that you don't have to do a mitzvah deraisa because you love learning? Now to answer this question, we really have to be marked in another question. Gemara says in Kedushin, that someone that's not able to learn after marriage, is if he gets married, he's going to have the old parnasa, he'll have to take care of his wife and his children, and he won't be able to learn. So the Gemara says, he should learn first, and they get married after. So the Achronim already asked in that Gemara, since when is Taira Deiche other mitzvahs? You have a mitzvah, a puravu, a kakaf de gavra. You're mechuyiv to get married. How could you say that I have to learn, therefore I can't do the mitzvah? Now this question is really based on a Gemara in my Yitkata Nachtesama base. Gemara says like this. One Pasuk says, The Taira is very special. But kol chavsecha la all your needs are not equal to Taira. So the Gemara is medayik, your personal desires are not equal to Taira. Taira is daicha, all your personal needs. But hachavsei shemayim yishvuba, but any mitzvah, hachavsei shemayim, would be equal to Taira and would knock out Taira. Uksiv, but we have another pasuk, it says kol chavetzim la yishvuba, which is mashma, all your desires are not equal to Taira. And from that pasuk would be mashma that afilu chefsei shemayim la even a mitzvah is not equal to Torah, and Torah would override other mitzvahs. Because we have a stira if Torah is daicha, other mitzvahs are not. The Gemara answers kan the mitzvah she efshar la seize adayacherim kan the mitzvah she efshar la seize adayacherim. Gemara says the clause like this: if the mitzvah is going to be performed anyway, the marshal is a bigger chayvim that has to be done. And there's someone else that could do it besides you. You should continue learning, and the mitzvah will be done. But if there's a tefillin or lulav that you have to shake, no one else could do it for you. Therefore, you have to stop learning and do the mitzvah. That's the clown the Gemara might cut them. So it comes out. Let's say the mitzvah puravu, which is a mitzvah that no one else could do for you. Your mitzvah puravu, you have to do it yourself. The halacha should be that puravu is deichatayra. And even though the rule is usually isek the mitzvah. But clearly, we see in this Gemara that by Torah, we do not apply the rule. We do not say that by Torah, the Torah is going to override other mitzvahs. Rather, any mitzvah that you have to do, it's Yev Shalasah The halach is, you have to stop learning and you should do the mitzvah. So how could the Gemara Kedushin say that in regards to Nesuin, which is the mitzvah for Ravu, we allow you to learn, and then you'll get married later.
So Be'ikr, in the Achreinim, there are two Terutzim to this question. And after we see the Terutzim to the Gemara and Kedushin, we'll have to deal with the Gemara by us, that Ben Azai also did not do Nesuim because Nafshik Chashka The Natsiv says that the reason why a person who's not going to be able to learn after Nesuim is allowed to learn and push off his Nesuim is because the mitzvah of Nesuim is different than other mitzvahs. It's a mitzvah Shein Everis. If you don't do the mitzvah today, you'll do it tomorrow. So Einachanami, that by, uh, let's say, Tfilin or Sukkah or Matzah, there we say you have to stop learning and do the mitzvah. That's all, because those are mitzvahs that are mitzvahs Everis. If you don't do the mitzvah now, you lose the mitzvah. So there we have a cloud that other mitzvahs override Torah. But this rule that other mitzvahs override Torah, we never find by a mitzvah that you can do tomorrow. So we'll tell you, do Torah today, and when you have a chance, you should do the mitzvah. There's no reason you shouldn't learn Torah today if the mitzvah does not have to be done today. Since Puravu has nothing telling us it has to be done today, therefore you're allowed to learn, and you don't have to get married right away. Rabbi Hanan, in Kavit Urim Chelik Beis, Simon Yutas, is Maisif a little Hezber in this Nesiv's Teretz? Because really, one could ask on the Nesiv that it's very sustenance from the Gemara. The Gemara makes no mention of a mitzvah veris. The Gemara says that all we look at, all we care about is, is this mitzvah Efshalasah or Efshalasah And since Puravu is Efshalasah we should say that you have to do the mitzvah and you can't learn Torah. So Rabbi says, like this. He says that since you could do the mitzvah tomorrow, so you yourself could do the mitzvah. So it's Efshur Lassus Ayodei Acherim. You're the Acherim. What's the whole point of the Gemara? That if a mitzvah is going to be done anyway, someone else could do it, therefore we tell you to learn. So what's happening by a mitzvah Iveris is that no one else could do it. But if it's a mitzvah She'ena Iveris, so you could do it tomorrow, so you'll be the Acherim. You'll be the person that could do the mitzvah. This mitzvah could be Mekayim tomorrow. In other words, the whole point of the Gemara is, is the mitzvah going to get done even if you learn? So on that we say, if it's after last day Acherim, it will get done. So on that, then the Siv is saying that if you yourself could do it tomorrow, so it's as if after last day Acherim, because it will get done. Therefore, Allah is, you're allowed to learn and you do the mitzvah tomorrow. The Shulchan Al-Kharav, on the other hand, in Hilchus Talmud Torah, Perikimul Halacha Aleph, he says another Teretz. He says a tremendous Chiddush. He says, we know there are two Chalakim to the mitzvah of Lidman HaTorah. There's a mitzvah of the Gisei Bayoimim Velayla, you have to learn every second, it's a Maisa mitzvah, just like you shake a lulav, you have to do a Maisa mitzvah of learning Torah. But there's another chilek to the mitzvah, and that's the mitzvah of Yediyas HaTorah. We know the Pasik says, Vishinantam Lovanecha, Shiyudivre Tayr Mechudadim Eficha. Person has to be knowledgeable in all the Torah, and has to be sharp and able to answer any question right away. That mitzvah, Yediyas HaTorah, is not really a Maisa mitzvah. It's not the act of learning. It's rather it's the Taitzah that through the Maisa mitzvah, now you became a bigger Talmud Chacham. The Shulchan Rav says, this whole halacha that we know, that by Torah, we're not doicha other mitzvahs, that's all when the issue at hand is a maisa mitzvah against a maisa mitzvah. 
You have a ma'isa mitzvah of shaking lulav, and you have a ma'isa mitzvah of learning. Now we have a gemara ma'it katan. Other ma'isa mitzvahs override taira, and therefore we'd rather that you shake the lulav than to learn taira. But in regards to yidias ha'taira, there's no such halacha. In regards to knowing taira, which he says is something that's very hard to attain, you have to chazer continuously, and then you'll get yidias ha'taira. So if someone makes a cheshbin, and he realizes that if he gets married, and he's going to be busy with Parnassah and taking care of his wife and children, and he will not be able to attain a high level of Yidiyas HaTayra, he will not be able to chaza properly, therefore we allow him to get married late, because Eina Hanami, his Maisa Mitzvah of learning, is not strong enough to override the Maisa Mitzvah of getting married, but when it comes to the Mitzvah of Yidiyas HaTayra, that would be better than a Maisa Mitzvah, the Lashon of the in the Kuntras Achran is, he doesn't know how long he's going to live. He doesn't know if he'll ever attain this level of idea. Therefore, he should do the idea now and not worry about the Maisa Mitzvah of Nisun. Now, according to the Shulchan Rav's Teretz, the idea Satira does not have the Halacha that we don't say Isaac the Mitzvah by Liman Hatira. We could also use this, and that's what the Shulchan Aruch Rav himself in the Kuntras Achrin does, to explain Ben Azai. That Ben Azai held, I'm afraid that any second that I don't learn, I'm going to lose some of my Torah. I want to chazer Torah, I want to learn Torah and have Yediyaz Torah every second. So he does never has to get married. Because since there's Yediyaz Torah at stake, therefore he doesn't have to do the mitzvah. Now a regular person who's not makbid to learn every second, so he should do Nesuit. But someone on the level of Benazai, who nafshi who he felt that his total Yediyas HaTayra needs every second of being totally immersed in Tyra, then he'll never have to do the mitzvah of Nesuit. But if you go with the Nesiv's Tarets, that the reason why in Kedushin we tell you to get married after you learn is all because Nesuit is a mitzvah that you could do later. So you could do it later, therefore you should learn now. That's all good if you're going to actually do the Nesuin later. But Ben Azai, who never got married, what's his heter? The whole heter of the Nitziv is that you'll do the mitzvah later. But if you never plan on doing the mitzvah, how could the Allah be that you don't have to do Nesuin? So Bukharan says, unbelievable Chiddush, is in Chalik Bey's Simonyutas Ais Gimel. Rebbe says that the heter of Ben Azai is not really a heter. Rather, he was an einus. He was not able to take his mind off learning enough to do an asuin. Nafshi chash means he was so totally connected to Torah, he did not have the presence of mind to do an asuin. And enachanami, it wasn't mutter not to get married. Rather, Ben Azai said, I'm not able to get married. So, Rabbi Khanan says that, of course, when you're dealing with Torah, we're going to say that a Torah is doicha, any mitzvah that you could do later. But when it comes to Nisuin, in a case when you're not going to do it later, like Ben Azai, then Torah is not doicha, and you're not allowed to learn Torah. Ben Azai really, Me'ikr Hadin, had to stop learning and do Torah. Because never doing Nisuin is a mitzvah Iveris. And a mitzvah Iveris does knock off Torah. Ben Azai was not really potter, however, he was an Ainus. He was not able to do the mitzvah. And Rabbi Khan is actually Medayik Lashon Rambam. 
The Rambam says that someone that's on the level of Benazai, he's nafshi chosh gebatayro, ain boy avoy, he has no avera. So Rabbi Chonan says it sounds like it's not lechadchila, it's not pshat that if you're on the level of Benazai, you don't have to get married, which is how the Shulchan Aruch is saying that if someone feels that his yidiyas atayra needs every second, then he doesn't have to get married. Rather, Rabbi Chonan is saying he has to get married, but he's not able to. He's like every einus that's not able to do a mitzvah. That's not really a lechatchila, but you won't get punished. And we'll say, So we have two terutzim to the kasha from the Gemara and Kedushin. Why do we allow you to learn and then get married? We have the terutz of the Nitziv that you'll get married later. So it's a mitzvah she'enayayveres. And we have the terutz of the Shulchan Aracharav. And that is that Yediyas HaTayra overrides other mitzvahs. Now this Yisait of the Nitziv, that pruvu is a mitzvah she'ena because you could do it later, is really up for debate. But B'chanon, and the one we mentioned before, in Chelek Be'i, he brings a Shailah from the Tshuvas Marit. The Shailah over there is like this. There was a person, he was a Ben Lamed, he was 30 years old, and he was engaged to a Ketana, and he made a Shvua that he's not going to marry another wife. So the Shaila is, is that a shvua to be mavatal a mitzvah? He has a mitzvah, to do puravu. And the lady that he's coming to marry is not able to have children for another six or seven years. So this shvua that he made, that he will not marry someone else, on one hand we could understand that it's a pitl mitzvah, it's a nishba levatal a mitzvah, and we know that a shvua to be mavatal a mitzvah is not chal. But on the other hand, the mitzvah akakaf de gavra is that once in his lifetime he should have a zakhar and a keva. He should do pruravu. So there's no mitzvah for him to do it necessarily in the next five, six years. Maybe he'll do the mitzvah in ten years. So maybe we'll say it's not a nishbal avatl mitzvah. There's no mitzvah that he's being mavatl. Because his mitzvah is a mitzvah that's only necessary to be done once in a lifetime. So the marit brings rai lakan lakan. But he comes out that the Lashon Rambam is mashma, that once you hit 20 years old, the number 20 comes from the Gemara and Kedushin, that when someone hits 20, Kaddish Baruch Hu is Metzapah for him to have children. So the Rambam says, if you hit 20 and you don't get married, you're over Avera. So the Marit understands that. That means that every second after you're 20, you're Mechuyiv to do Puravu. So if you have a mitzvah puravu every second, you can't say, I'll do it next week, because it's not pshat, there's a mitzvah to do once in your lifetime. Rather, the mitzvah is every second after your 20, you have to go do puravu. Now, Rebbe Chanan brings a raya, not like the marit, from the Rambam. And it's really the nitziv that we said earlier. The Rambam says, the reason why we allow you to learn before you get married, in a case that you're EF sure to learn after you're married, is because Isaac mitzvah, Hatem and mitzvah. So Rabbi asks from the Gemara, my cotton that we mentioned, that we don't find Isaac mitzvah by Torah. So we'll have to say that's a mitzvah She'enei Averes, the Territ of the Natsiv. That since you could go later and do the mitzvah, therefore we do apply the old side of Isaac mitzvah, Hatem and mitzvah, and Torah would override the Suin. So it's a right, not like the Marit. Because if you understand like the Marit, 
that Purvu is a mitzvah every second, and every second that you don't get married and have children, you're not doing the mitzvah. So it's not a mitzvah, she'en averis. Rather, you're being averis every second, like tefillin. If you don't wear it today, we don't say you could do it tomorrow. Rather, we say it's a mitzvah averis because you're not doing the mitzvah of today. So by Purvu also, according to Marit, we should say, you're not doing the Purvu that you have to do right now. So it's Mokach in the Rambam, says Rabbi Hanan, not like the Havana of Marit. Rather, the Rambam holds that the mitzvah of Purvu is a mitzvah that has to be done once in a lifetime. Therefore, we will apply the halacha of Isaac mitzvah by Taira, Klape Purvu, because you could do it later. So now, we really have to understand, according to the Marit, why is the halacha that the Gemara Kedushin says you could get married after you learn Torah. But according to Marit, we're saying the mitzvah is every second. If the mitzvah is every second, you don't have the terrors of the mitzvah. So we'll have to say the Marit will tell us that he holds like the Shulchan Al-Kharav's terrors. And that is that when it comes to Yediyas HaTairah, there's no rule that by Torah you don't see Isaac Torah. The whole din that you don't see Isaac of Mitzvah, Patim and a Mitzvah by Torah, that's all in regard to the Maisa Mitzvah of learning Torah. But in regard to the Diyasa Torah, the Mitzvah of knowing Torah, in regards to that, we do say Isaac of Mitzvah, and that's how the Marit will learn the Gemara Kedushin, and maybe even that's how the Marit would stem with the Lashon Rambam. This that the Rambam says Isaac of Mitzvah by Torah is not because Pruur Vu is a Mitzvah She'enei Averis, rather, since there's Yediyas HaTayra on the line, therefore even by Tayra we say Isaac Mitzvah, Pater Mena Mitzvah. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.